Welcome to IDP Nation, the place for IDP and draft coverage. We are your hosts, Dan and Daryl. We have you covered for your LB One Year Taxes Squad. We are IDP Nation. Let's try that one again. Hello, what have we here? I don't know, I got cut off in the beginning. Lando needs his time. What's going on, Daryl? What's going on, Dan? Been, been a little while. I mean, we did the lounge the other night, but... Uh, we did. But yeah, no IDP Nation last week. Sorry, guys. We, uh, I was beat after vacation. Yep. I think you went on vacation, too. Yeah, I was on vacation, came back, had a day of work. I mean, we did the, the lounge on Friday night. And just tired. Tired, 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 and more stuff to do that I know what to do with. <laughs> so, got got a lot of irons in the fire, you know, a lot of stuff going on. We are, we have been busy. Absolutely. But on today's show, we're going to rewind a little bit. We're going to take a look back at 2019, uh, right before the season. Good idea to see uh, who led the league in certain categories because I know a lot of us have forgotten about 2019. Um, who may have shocked us a little bit in, in some of these numbers and who we can maybe uh, maybe predict won't get back to where they were. Because I know there's some people on the sack list that there's no way they're making it back on here. <laughs> At least top ten. Uh, but... What do we have going on? I mean, it's been a pretty brutal week as far as uh, injuries. So, I mean, I guess... Um, see what I can find here. Um, here we go. I'm afraid I've some bad news. We got bad news all over the place. Uh, yeah. Hit us with the headline, I guess, for today. I guess in a way you could consider it good news because we're not talking about the stupid COVID stuff that's dominated. Well, I don't think season-ending injuries are good. No, they're not, but at least we're back to some normalcy of some sorts. Um, so, yeah, right before we uh, jumped on here, Browns linebacker Mac Wilson has suffered a significant knee hyperextension. Not sure how long he's going to miss just yet or how severe it is, but... The initial report that it's it's pretty hyper extended, so he may miss a while. Yeah, and Mac uh, the other day was uh, criticized the Browns linebackers being rated like thirty first out of thirty two teams. Um, he was a little angry about that. Um, he was also caught some flack for uh, giving my boy here Wubble of a Chub Chub a concussion. Um, so, yeah, not a very good week in Browns land. You got your linebacker taking out your running back, and then you got your linebacker that took him out uh, getting injured. Um, things happen when you put the pads on. I mean, like uh, our favorite podcast outside of fantasy football says, the St. Ballet. <laughs> right. uh, you know, people get hurt, and people get hurt bad. I mean, um, did you? I'll let you get to the next story you're probably covering, and, you know, I'll make my comment then. Yeah, I'm not sure who you want to go with. Uh, my next one is Cowboys defensive tackle Gerald McCoy 
tore his quad and is out for the season and the Cowboys released him because of claw injury clause. If he tore his quad, they could cut him. So um, he is no longer a Cowboy. He'll probably get a one-year deal somewhere next year, a prove-it deal, but he's out for the season. A lot of high hopes for him in Dallas. Yeah, and, I mean, that's the business side of things. They can only have so many players in their camp. Right. So in order to make room for somebody else, I mean, you know, there are injured lists, I guess. You could put them on, but... He only signed a one-year deal there in the first place. He did. So it was kind of, you know, <laughs> you're injured. You were only signed to a year, you know, so they waived him injured. Um, I'm not sure if it comes with some kind of guarantee or not. I'm not a contract guy. But uh, if, if did you see the video of uh, what happened? No, I have not yet. So I didn't see the Mac Wilson thing, but I did see Gerald McCoy basically he and another lineman uh were just doing some stupid drill like just a simple easy drill where you're just lining up across from a guy and getting off the ball and he basically um just stood up stood his ground and pop pop goes the quad tendon and uh he went down immediately grabbed at his knee uh, they feared an ACL at first, but they they saw they went in and confirmed it was a quad. I think he was in the hospital today, telling his Dallas Cowboy teammates that he's pulling for them and uh, hopes that they still make the Super Bowl. So, um, shame uh, McCoy and Poe were going to be a pretty good tandem there. Hopefully, I guess rekindle some Carolina magic uh, from a few years right. back, but. And I think this opens the door a bit. I know some people are saying oh, it kills Dallas's defensive line, and I get that. But it opens the door for guys like Tristan Hill and Neville Gallimore to get a chance this year. Yep. And when one door opens, uh, another one door closes, another one opens, and <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's not a day. I don't know. I was telling y'all, fair man, it's a busy day today. The work never stops, no matter what. So. <laughs> it's all right. Mm. Unfortunately, no, it does not. What do you got next? Um, so, you know, the bad news continues. Uh, cool, yes. So, um, Chargers defensive end Melgram Ingram has decided he's going to start sitting out or holding out of practice because he is unhappy with his uh, contract situation. I guess he... Uh, Got a little jealous that his boy, Joey Bosa, uh, hit the payday. Now he wants to get paid, so. Yeah. That's a pretty big blow for them. It all. Have we started playing games yet? I mean, that's. Having two good defensive ends is better than one. You're going to have one. You're going to have two. Because he's not going to hold. Once the games start playing, he'll start playing. I'm just reporting the news here. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm I'm not shooting the messenger. <laughs> I'm just saying when we start playing real games, he'll be in uniform for the Chargers. I would think so, but you he's, never know. He's he's doing what he can within the structure of this no holdout stuff. He's he's there. He's just sitting out practices. 
you know, he, he's he's there. He's going to team meetings. Yeah. He's he's doing all the work he needs to do. He's a veteran. Does he really need to hear Gus Bradley tell him what he told him last year? Does he? Probably yeah. not. So I mean, no, it's, just, probably not. I mean, it's news in the fact that he's unhappy with his contract, but so is half the league right now. Especially since they're yeah, just something to monitor. Just it is, but again, I think it'll it'll be sorted out come September, either with an extension or I doubt he gets an extension to be honest, because he's he's a little bit older. He's not a young pup anymore. Yeah, he's been around for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's see if I can find out how old he is real quick. Uh, but you can go ahead to the next one here. Okay. Melvin Ingram's 30 years old. So uh, he's, 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 he's not super old, but, you know, he only had seven sacks last year. Right. right. He's not Joey Bosa. Um, so. No, he's not. But, I mean, he's had ten and a half, eight, ten and a half, yeah. seven, and seven. He's a good player. Five years. He's a good pass rusher. And they should give him an extension, but I don't think he should be paid Joey Bosa. Yeah. Oh, no, he's not going to get Joey Bosa money, but they should play him up. You know, he's earned it. They should give him a good deal. I'm sure he's uh, outplayed the one he's got now, so. Uh, I don't know. He's making um, pretty good bank, I think. I'm trying to find it here. What, what his contract situation is? Yeah, I was trying to see if it... Uh, okay, so 2017... They re-signed him to a four-year deal, sixty-six million dollars. So it's so basically you about three eighteen years million dollars a year. I mean, he's not doing that bad. Would you rather pay him eighteen million or eighteen to twenty, or would you rather pay Kalani the twenty? I'd probably pay. I don't know. Well, at this point, I'd probably pay Clowney only because he's. About five years younger. Yeah, but they're not. They're not even talking about Clowney. They're not a contender, and he. No, I'm just saying if you if you were a team and you wanted to pay somebody, because you said 18 million, so that's putting him right up there where Clowney's at or wants to be. Where he wants to be. This is yeah. not where he's at. It's not what he's getting. I mean, I think if I don't know, I think if I'm paying 18, 20 million between the two, I'd probably pay Ingram because he's a better pass rusher. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, fantasy-wise, I'd rather have Ingram. But team-wise, I'm right. not sure that's the same. I mean, Ingram only played 13 games yeah. last season, too. So it looks he's like he's hit it in. Yeah. He's had some injury issues as well. So. Yeah. Um, what else we got going on? Um. Yeah, so here's a couple of uh, your favorite positions. Uh, corners, Robert Alford for the Cardinals is out for the season for the second year in a row. He broke his leg last year. This year he's got a torn pec, so he's done. That's huge for uh, Byron Murphy owners, such as me. Um, I don't know that it's you'll huge be for him. That. As, and then the as... other corner is Trey Wayne. is out for the torn season for the Bengals. So two corners down out for the season. I think the Trey Wayne's one's a bigger deal. Um, Alford, they, I mean, they 
they could use uh, him definitely because uh, they're not very good on defense. But yeah, um, you know, Trey Waynes they just signed to, to help that backfield. I mean, they could always bring back. I think Denard moved on, but I think uh, Drake Kirkpatrick is still out there, isn't he? Or he is did. he is he on the Bengals still? Yes, he he's still there. See, I, I don't care about corners, so I don't memorize every corner in the league. Um, well, you're a hater. We've we've known this many times. I'm not a hater. I just look for the right situations, right spots. <laughs> um, there's this thing called the internet you can use during your draft. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah, Robert. Called, uh, I don't think Robert Alford was going to start ahead of Byron Murphy. I don't think he was going to start, but he was going to be a, a good, solid backup. He was. What it does they is like it opens to play up. Him a little. What it does is it opens up, um, I think, for Jalen Thompson, Deontay Thompson, and um, those two to maybe play in the slot a little more. Um, right. And, you know, they have uh, Kevin Peterson and... I mean, Jalen Davis, I remember you liked from Utah State. He was from Utah yeah. State, right? Yeah, Jalen Davis is not bad. So, I mean, it gives those guys a chance. I still I still think this, the secondary is going to make or break this Arizona defense because they have everything up front, I think. I mean, their they're they're, you know, quote-unquote line is, is a little... I guess pedestrian is, is the word for it. Um, it's average. Yeah. I mean, I am not counting Chandler Jones the line because apparently he's not a lineman. He's a linebacker. Uh, but meanwhile, I, I took him as a defensive end in the IDP-only championship that I'm in. So with the third pick, by the way. So <laughs> um, I had some choices, although I pre-drafted, so I, I didn't really get a chance to look at the board. But um, Nick Bosa right. went first. Uh, Leonard went second, which is a big surprise. I thought Leonard would have went first, uh, hands down. Uh, but Nick Bosa went first. And then I took Chandler Jones at three. So your your boy, Danielle, uh, Danielle is not even in the conversation right. in the top three. And we'll talk about this later of why I may have gone with Chandler Plus, Jones instead of your boy. Because it's a redraft league. It's not a dynasty league. So, I mean, redraft is, is looking at a different lens. Right. And I'll give you the stats later. Um, as far as uh, Trey Waynes, I don't know that they drafted a whole lot of cornerbacks. They might have drafted one in Cincy. Bring it up there. I think they got uh, Mackenzie Alexander from Minnesota's there too. Yeah, they got him. Uh, you know, Waynes is now out. William Jackson is still there. But yeah, it's it's looking a little ugly. Yeah. Um, I also heard, and maybe you had this in your notes, that Sean Williams went down in practice today as well. Did you have that in your notes? Oh, no, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, I saw on Twitter earlier today. No, I did not. Today, I hadn't heard that. I saw it earlier on Twitter that Sean Williams went down. I'm not sure how serious it is, whether it's, you know, I don't know that it's a season ender. I don't know. I honestly don't know uh, the severity. I just saw that he was down in practice and was uh, possibly carted off or walked well, off. 
So if I he mean, misses any time, that solid that uh, clears up that situation. Yeah, because it was a little murky, and I, I kind of told I, I, my prediction was Von Bell would end up with with the strong safety spot to begin with because they brought him in, they paid him a lot of money, um, and Sean Williams is thirty years old. Right. You know, not to be an ageist, but. At a certain time, you start moving on from these 30-year-olds. Yep. Got anything else in the news? Um, just two more pieces. The Eagles. Um, Derek Barnett's day-to-day with a sprained ankle. They don't expect him to, to miss any time. Just uh, going to take it easy because it is training camp or whatever. So want to make sure they get him healthy. But Javon Hargrave, their new um, D-tackle that they signed in free agency, he's going to miss a few weeks with a minor pectoral strain. So he may be a little behind as he has to sit out. At least it wasn't a tear. They think it's just a strain, so he's not going to miss any major time. But he's going to be out of practice uh, for a few weeks. Yeah, I did see that one. Um, if he misses any time, honestly, that, that Eagles defensive line doesn't look as stout as it was because um you know we we said they had plenty of depth but you know you, you dropped two of your big guys your two starters uh that depth no longer uh really goes away and yeah i think they do have some depth behind it with malik jackson at d tackle and josh sweat as an end um so they've got some options but i don't think either one of them is going to miss a lot of time Barnett especially, I think it's he just kind of sprained his ankle a little bit, and they're going to let him rest up, and he'll be back soon. And then Hargrave, I think that's just uh, just a slight strain that they, he tweaked it, so he should be back in a few weeks as well. So right now they they avoided major injuries, so that's that's the good thing. Yeah. So in summary, uh, if you have Mac Wilson, Sion Taki Taki, I think is the pick, or Jacob Phillips is now looking pretty. Yeah, nice. that's what I was fixing to say. Jacob um, Phillips might be a guy you want to look at. We, we mentioned Von Bell. I mean, he should have already been rostered anyway. Um, the corners, really, honestly, see see if they shake out, see if they're back. I mean, the, the Eagles defensive line guys, they should be back within a few weeks. That's not a long-term thing. And, right. Yeah, um, I'd be remiss if we didn't. I know this is not our college show, but uh, <laughs> what do you think about the three? The three conferences are going to proceed. Two or not? I love it. I love it. They're not scared. I don't know if they're being scared. Well, the funny they thing is, some of the, they don't even know if they actually voted on to shut the season down. So how, how do you not know if you actually voted or not? You either did or you didn't. It's not hard to. Uh, I'm just seeing the, the Mac Wilson injury. That's pretty bad. Um, not, but um, see, I, I don't know. It is a mess. Here's the thing: you have the University of North Carolina is shutting down their campus, but yet football is still going on. The University of Notre Dame just shut down their campus, but yeah, football's still going on. So it's that actually kind makes of, sense if you think about it, though. I mean, yes. You'll if you're let, shutting down your campuses and you're getting all these kids off of there, then you can bring your team in, and there's nowhere for no for the, nobody for them to be around, really. 
that's kind of like a safe haven for them. So that, that's kind of smart in a way. Are, are they allowed to stay, though? I mean, I guess they are. I'm sure they are. And this it's kind of like creating a bubble in a way. The campus is closed, but you're going to have football, so you're going to have your team there at the facility. So, At what point is college football just a minor league system for big, for football? No, oh, it's been a minor league for a while. Like, why, why do we play the charade of... And I, I think getting an education is important, obviously. Um, but, you know, why do we play this charade of... Uh, the, it's all about the education. No, it's not. It's about the football. It's about bringing in the money from football. Because, I mean, honestly, if it was about these, these students as students, they would be sent home with the rest of the students that were sent home or the, the rest of the students that were told not to come in. So, I don't know. I mean, even minor leagues are not playing. Minor league baseball is not playing. What the hell are you doing over there? Nothing. Jesus Christ. Why not? I don't know. Shut your mic off if you're going to do annoying stuff. <laughs> uh, anyway. I've done enough angering you, I guess, for right now. <laughs> but anyway... Um, I guess we'll move into what we're going to talk about today, which is our 2019 leaders. Uh, just to take a look at who was uh, highest in the categories, we'll just go top 10, maybe top, t- we'll go top 12 since we in the fantasy world go by 12s because uh, most of our teams are 12 team leagues. Most of them, some of them bigger, some of them smaller. But in general, we want 12. Your, your top 12 would be your your tier one guys. Uh, sacks is one of the most important things. And in case you forgot, Shaquille Barrett was the top sack guy by a half a sack over the guy I just mentioned, Chandler Jones. Uh, so Shaq Barrett was one with 19 and a half. Chandler Jones is two with 19. And then you got a decent chunk drop from there to 15 and a half and it wasn't danielle hunter your boy it was cameron jordan no. so these old guys old man strength uh chandler jones and cameron jordan getting it done <laughs> uh hunter was tied for fourth with uh tj watt at 14 and a half so Darius smith was 13 and a half Next, Aaron Donald was seventh with 12.5. Preston Smith, the other Smith brother, at 12, was eighth. Bud Dupree was 11.5. He's the biggest shock to me on this list. In, yeah, me uh, too. Because I don't look at him as a top sack guy, and he, I guess, got it done last year. Uh, Joey Bosa was next, 11.5. Uh, Dante Fowler as a Ram had 11 and a half as well so they're all tied here there's one more Robert Quinn had 11 and a half so they all tied for uh, ninth and you know that's nine through 12 basically um, so some interesting things to note uh, no rookies on this list nope uh, is Chase Young a candidate to possibly break the top 12 this year 
I think anybody's a candidate, really. I mean, if you're a good pass rusher, you're a candidate. But I think he's going to finish just outside the top ten. Okay. I think he's going to be close, but I think he finishes outside of the top ten. And looking at this list, I don't think um, I don't think Bud Dupree repeats. Um, I don't know. Ooh, I don't think Robert Quinn will repeat that either. I think both of no. those two fall out of the top ten. I think. I actually agree with you there. I think the rest of these guys are probably going to be back in this conversation. Um, the Smith brothers in, in Packerland have been great, and you know one of them may drop out of this, um, but I can see them both possibly well, repeating because that one of them's really definitely good. dropping out because Miles Garrett's not on this list because he was suspended. So you know he's going to be in the top ten. So yeah, somebody here is out. Garrett it's played just, ten games and had ten sacks. He averaged about seven right. games. Um, you know, some guys on here, Max Crosby, you know who we didn't mention? Uh, Nick Bosa. I think Nick makes his way under there. So Nick Bosa, Miles Garrett, Max Crosby was the highest rookie. He had a 10, so he is a one and a half behind. Um, Josh Allen could make a jump. And yes. He, it's kind of funny because we haven't mentioned a guy that is uh, not really being talked about that much. Um, Yannick Ngakwe, you know, Ngakwe had eight sacks last year, and he wants to get paid. Yeah, I think he's the second field down there. Josh Allen's the pass; he's the main man that took over for Calais Campbell. So, yeah. and we don't know if Yannick's even going to suit up at this point. He says he doesn't want to play for Jacksonville. Uh, he doesn't have to. We'll see. I mean, he'll he'll be close, but. He can play this franchise tag game again next year. Uh, Cleo Mack yep. is 29th on this list. And that, I mean, I know we talk a lot about how great Cleo Mack is, and he's maybe at this point of his career a better football player than stat filler. Um, but he just doesn't, I mean, years ago you talked about him as being the top edge rusher. Yeah, when he was with the, the Raiders. Since he's been with Chicago, he has really right. been that impressive at all. Um, we'll see if uh, Robert Quinn helps him, having somebody lined up on the opposite side. Maybe that'll help him get back some of his uh, glory. I think Montez Sweat's one you got to watch, too. I think him and uh, Chase Young are going to they're gonna put on a show in Washington. So, Seattle? If I'm not mistaken, Sweat had 10 last year. Montez Sweat... Pretty sure he did. Uh, no, the list of ten was Armstead, Crosby, and Golden. He was close. I know he hit. Maybe it was eight. I'm thinking. Of. I know he was close. So, but being, uh, I think Quinn falls out of this list. I think, uh, but Dupree seven. falls out of the top ten. Seven, okay. Uh, trying to think. Like we mentioned, Miles Garrett definitely, he's a top 10 guy, so he's going to be there. Uh, I think Nick Bosa is going to be there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the Smiths could fall out. 
I think the rest of these guys are pretty much... I mean, Shaq Barrett, I think, could fall out because I think that last year was a fluke, but, I mean, that's me. I don't know. Other people disagree with me, I know. Yeah, I mean, I don't see him getting the 19 and a half again, but even if he gets half of that, that's basically 10. I mean, that puts him pretty close to the conversation, so... Yeah. A very closely related stat, uh, QB hits. So QB hits, uh, Barrett was... was Top tied with Zedarius Smith, so both of those guys had 37 QB hits. Uh, TJ Watt was next with 36, uh, third place. Matt Judon had 33 and only nine and a half sacks. So I think he gets there a lot, just a hair late. If he could turn a couple more of those into sacks, then I mean, he could be a top 12. Right. Player. Uh, Marcus, uh, Joey Bosa mm, at 31. Yeah, he could be. Joey Bosa at 31. Marcus Goldman at 27. He's back in New York. Uh, Chandler Jones at 26. So if you look at the 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 difference, he had, you know, seven extra hits on the quarterback. So normally if Chandler Jones is in the vicinity, he's getting the sack. He's bringing you down. Uh, yeah. Cameron Jordan was eighth to twenty-five. A similar situation where you know you're not far off from hits and sacks. Uh, Nick Bosa was ninth, so he just missed on a few. Mm-hmm. Class Campbell had twenty-five. He had six and a half. I think his situation is a lot different because he's moving more as an interior lineman back to what he did in Arizona his first few years. Right. The only issue with that is he's now 33 going on 34. Yeah, he's an old man now. <laughs> so he's not exactly a young young stud defensive tackle anymore. He's getting older. Uh, Aaron yeah. Donald had 24, and Everson Griffin had 24. Did we mention that big news? I don't think we did. No, we did not. I actually forgot that. Yeah, he signed with Dallas. So He signed That's, with Dallas. Gives them a that, good bookend. Does Lawrence, that's a guy, that's a name we didn't mention in Sachs. Does he get back in the top 12 now? I think he could. I think Lawrence just had a terrible season. I think a shoulder bothered him all year. I don't think he yeah. ever really got moving. Um, I don't know that Lawrence, Lawrence got paid. And I know yeah. sometimes when you get paid, some some guys take it easy. It's why, <laughs> it's why you want those guys in the contract year trying to get paid that, that you target um any other stat you want to look at here what's the next one you want to look at uh whatever you want to look at that's where we'll go all right so uh we'll, we'll look at turnovers now we'll look at forced fumbles i know forced fumbles often don't get um they sometimes don't even get a lot of points because in some leagues they just give you a point or something for for a forced fumble uh, but T.J. Watt and Chandler Jones each had eight. So not only are they trying to get the sack, they're trying, trying to get the strip. Sack-strip combo can come in handy. Uh, Shaquille Barrett had six. Khalil Mack had five. So, I mean, he, he doesn't just sack a quarterback, but um, he is pretty good at getting this yeah. fumbled up. This is a name you'll never guess. Uh, Ryan Anderson had five forced fumbles. Wow, I wouldn't have guessed that. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think he's going to play much this year. He I started he four is. games and played 16 for Washington. 
Uh, Matt Judon, a bunch of guys tied for fourth. Uh, we had Matt Judon, Bud Dupree, Whitney Merciless, Yannick Ngakwe, Max Crosby, Jadavian Clowney, Terrell yep. Suggs, Malcolm Jenkins, Logan Ryan, and Kawan Williams, who's actually out for a couple weeks, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so those guys all had four. I mean, four fumbles. Some guys, you know, and going back a ways, you know, Peanut Tillman, the yep. Peanut Punch. Uh, some guys are really good at that skill, and it is a skill. Um, some guys just get lucky. You know, they're sacking the quarterback, and ball comes out. Um, so that's that section here. Again, with these guys, that's it's a luck stat in, in my mind. I mean, there are some guys it who are is. skillful at it, but you know, when you're trying to hit a quarterback, sometimes the ball comes loose. That's uh, kind of what and it comes down. Kind of just to uh, piggyback off of that, I'm looking at fumble recoveries, which is another freak stat. You know, a chance stat. Um, Von Bale led all the defenders with five fumble recoveries. It's interesting because we see all of the quarterbacks here. Yeah. Well, yeah. Carson I mean, Wentz their own fumbles, but yeah, nine Bell with five fumbles. Uh, T.J. Watt with four. Devin White with four. DeForest Buckner with four. Littleton and Bush uh, four. And Dominican Sue with four. Josh Allen with four. No, it's that's the QB. Never mind. Uh, who's the next defender? Chandler Jones had three. So yeah, after that, it kind of gets a little. Ryan Jensen. Just thought that was. Interesting Center. that Von Bell was the big defender with five. That's uh, kind of interesting. Ryan Jensen, the center for Tampa at four. That's because James <laughs> just drops the ball all the time, I guess. Oh, yeah, shit. It's interesting. These quarterbacks with butterfingers here. Yeah. Interceptions are next, I guess. I mean, look at. I mean, Carson Wentz fumbled the ball 16 times. What the heck yeah, is he, he doing? That's, that's terrible ball security. Yeah, it is. That's bad. Let's see. I just really interested. Actually, Daniel Jones led the league with 18 fumbles. So, <laughs> all these guys are quarterbacks that lead the league in fumbles. I mean, I guess if you drop the ball, it's a fun, considered a fumble. Yes. The the first non quarterback. Uh, actually, your boy Desmond King had four fumbles as a kick returner. I guess. Yeah. Punt return, yeah. yeah. All right, let's go next to interceptions. Sticking mm-hmm. with the turnovers, uh, Anthony Harris, Stephon Gilmore, and Tre'Davious White all had six. Uh, Harris only played in fourteen games, so that's kind of yeah. uh, interesting. So those guys had six: Minka Fitzpatrick, Devin McCourty, Joe Hayden, Marcus Peters, Darius Leonard. Mm-hmm. Kevin King, J.C. Jackson, Kevin Byard, and Janoris Jenkins, all with five. Um, so interesting. Three of the guys on this list played for uh, two teams last season. Minka, uh, Marcus Peters, and Janoris Jenkins. So it's interesting that these guys with the high interception numbers played for two teams. Yep. Each for different reasons. Yep. One, one to tank, one because he was angry, and one because he's uh, ignorant. <laughs> to say it PC, I guess. Um, 
pick sixes, Marcus Peters had three, Gilmore two, yeah. Harris two, and a bunch of one. Um, we'll take a look at the solo tackles. That's a stat that I like to... Actually, well, before we get there, we'll look at the passes defended because that's a big uh, corner category to look at. Uh, so Gilmore led everybody and everything just about defensive-wise yep. in the secondary. He was top, so 20. Carlton Davis had 19. Logan Ryan, 18. Joe Hayden, Jair Alexander, Tredavious White, and Jamel Dean was 17. Janoris Jenkins was 16. Justin Simmons was 15, as well as Kevin King. And then a bunch of guys had 14, including Marlon Humphrey, Chidobi Awuzie, Marshawn Lattimore, and Marcus Peters. Uh, before we get to tackles, uh, is, is there something you want to share with our audience about our newest sponsor? Uh, yeah, so uh, we have picked up a new sponsor. So everyone loves to uh, talk smack when they win, and especially if they're winning the league's championship. So we have a new sponsor called Trophy Smack. So we have I have a link pinned to my uh, Twitter page. You can go there and click the link. Uh, they have all kinds of trophies, plaques, uh, rings, championship belts, um, anything you can think of to uh, crown your champion or humiliate your, if you have a, a league loser you like to humiliate, they have a mirror that uh, he can look at himself in. So um, they have anything and everything you can think of. Uh, they've hooked us up uh, as a sponsor. So, uh, you know, if you need something for your league, feel free to uh, click the link and check it out. And, uh, we get a little kickback on it, and you can help sponsor us as well uh, with your uh, purchase. So, yeah, I, I mean, I thought about um, getting a, a championship belt just because I think it'd be cool to get one. Yeah, I do too. Because um, my buddy actually did that the one year he uh, he he won our trophy and got since the trophy gets passed around to the winner every year, right? Um, he got a commemorative championship belt to signify that. And those or things a nice, are nice. you know, ring, you know, like a Super Bowl ring. Uh, so, yeah, check out Trophy Smack uh, for your league winner. If it's a new league, you know, add some spice, add something that will uh, get your uh, league owners motivated. Um, oh. Real quick before I forget, um, I'm in the Teacher Charity League 2. And uh, nobody's taken me up on my offer to buy my first pick. And by buy, I mean you make a donation to No Kid Hungry. And with that donation, you get to choose my first overall pick, which is 105. Um, And I said, you know, Hollywood would definitely love to pay for me to have to take Ryan Tannehill. I would. I, that's exactly what I was thinking, by the way. <laughs> I tweeted that at you earlier today. I don't think you noticed it. You probably, you know what? You probably have the words Ryan Tannehill blocked on Twitter. So that. <laughs> yeah, that's frowned upon on my Twitter. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you can um, check that out. Um, you know, whether it's five dollars, ten dollars, it, it's it's trying to support kids. Um, one of the issues with schools not opening is sometimes uh school is where kids get 
you know, their breakfast, lunch, and even sometimes in some cases in some schools, their dinner too, uh, yep. if they have an after school program. So uh, a lot of kids aren't getting to go to school because of, you know, COVID. So if you, you know, want to donate, uh, you don't have to donate a ton. I mean, whatever, $5, you know, uh, any little bit counts. We already shattered the goal that they set of 1500 or uh, I think it was just 1000 and oh, they wow. got about 1500 um, in the first charity league. Um, I think everybody's uh, maybe just <laughs> over it. I don't know. Over charity. I don't know if that's, that's a thing. But uh, I, I just think everybody's ready for the season to start. I mean, we, we see these injuries happening and stuff. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a little crazy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, that league – um, charity league we start that tomorrow on sleeper so um, and I am also in the um, IDP only championship with some of the uh, Gary Davenport's uh, IDP championship league uh, like I said I took Chandler Jones um, it is trying out the edge position so maybe next year we can uh, get an edge position. Boom. Boom. I know you're against that, Boom. but but what position? What position is Chandler Jones to you? <laughs> He's a linebacker. The That's hell he linebacker. is. He's not. He lines he up is. on the line. I can get you He's an outside linebacker I can get you who stats. happens to rush the passer. I can get you stats. From, from the edge. Let, let me get you some stats. <laughs> um, but he's a defensive end. He's a pass rusher. Edge rusher, if you want. I mean, because... I mean, I know you hate that word and all, but honestly, that's his job. His job is I, to go. I get it. I just quarter. The reason I hate it is because if you go to edge, you're going to water it down for everything else. Where? Why? There's not that many people that are good at sacking the quarterback. We just talked about them. Yeah, and if you bring these linebackers into defensive end role, that's it. Kind of waters it down. There's more options there. I, I, it. Like a Daniel Hunter, a Miles Garrett, you start bringing in your Khalil okay. Max, your Chandler you, Jones, it lowers you, their value at the position. Is you mentioned Daniel Hunter, so here's an interesting thing that I'm going to do. Oh Lord! So you're about to open up something. Chandler Jones played 1,041 snaps on the defensive line. 1,041. Okay, keep that number in mind. Okay, I'll write it down here. 1,041. 1,000. 41. Okay. Danielle Hunter played 988 snaps on the defensive line. Now, he played less snaps overall. But how can you tell me that they're not the same position if they lined up in the defensive line? It's because of the scheme. I don't care what the scheme is. Did he line up on the line, or did he line up as an off-ball linebacker? I hear you. I hear you. Okay. 
still not with you, but I hear you. He lined up on the line. He's a lineman. He's not a linebacker. And if I had him, I would want him as a defensive end. That's why I took him. As a defensive end. So, uh, that's going on. I have to act, I'm actually on the clock right now, so you got, you can help me. Now, this is... When I tell you we're scraping the bottom of the barrel, we are <laughs> in round number 40... Uh, 43 okay. of a 50-round 32-team um, league, single copy. Okay. So, here's what I got left here. I, I can pretty much go anywhere. I'm, I'm debating on taking some of these holdout guys for next year just because... You know, looking at my team. I mean, my team, I have Lamar Jackson, and that's it. So I could probably grab a backup quarterback if there's any to have. Uh, my running backs, I got, um, are pretty weak. Uh, Matt Brady is probably my best running back. Uh, I got Carlos Hyde, Justice Hill, Elijah McGuire, and Devontae Booker. So it's looking pretty weak there. However, my receivers are very good. I got Keenan Allen, Michael Gallup, uh, Robert Woods, D.D. Westbrook, Adam Humphreys, Matt Collins, Deontay Spencer, Isaiah McKenzie. So I'm pretty good there. I was liking my tight ends a little better before um, Ricky Seals-Jones was carted off the field the other day. Because I had Fersker, you're you're kind of... Oh, yeah, I heard that. But uh, Fersker, I like him just because he seems to steal a lot of touchdowns from uh, from your other guys. Yeah, he's a he's a vulture. He's a vulture. <laughs> uh, so at D tackle, I think I'm pretty much set. I got Kenny Clark, uh, John Jenkins is going to be the replacement for the um, Eddie Goldman that's at, holding out, and Harrison Phillips at defensive end. I got Trey Flowers, Quinn Williams, Derek Wolf, and John Kaminsky. Okay. At linebacker, I got Roquan, Matt Milano, Blake Cashman, TJ Edwards, Vince Williams, and Ardarius Taylor, who could maybe play some. Right. He's a maybe. Uh, corner, I got Jamel Dean, Janoris Jenkins, and Trayvon Mullen. Notice how two of those guys I mentioned on our passes defended yeah. list earlier. Yeah. Uh, and at, at safety. So you're learning. You're learning, Dan. At safety, I have Jesse Bates, <laughs> Carl Joseph, Bobby McCain, Brandon Jones. And Terrence Brooks was a name I came across. Mm-hmm. He might start for New England. Good, good possibility. Good, He's worth the flyer. So I, the flyer. I, Yeah, he was a flyer a few rounds ago that I took. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think I really need a tight so, end at this point. <laughs> so... Okay, who's your top options? What are we looking at here? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you're you're going to laugh because there, no, so. there ain't nothing out here. The last five picks were, uh, let's see, I'll tell you the last five picks were Anthony Levine, Miles Killebrew, Isaac Rochelle, Kevin Peterson, who we just mentioned, who's actually not a bad pick, by the way, and Corey Ballantine. So we're scraping the bottom Ooh. of the barrel here. 
That's like the sludge on the bottom. Yeah. So tight ends. <laughs> I think I got one here that I could probably grab. Um, well, Jarrell Adams is playing for Baltimore, but he's like probably fourth string at this point. Um, Hale Hentages, which is like a fourth string. Chris Manhurts is the backup in Carolina. Uh, Tommy Tommy Sweeney in Buffalo, who I like his, his talent. I don't know how much playing time he's going to get. And then... Oh, no, this is going to be a good one, I can tell. Uh, Xavier Grimble. No. Uh, Tanner Hudson. God, you wouldn't lie when you said scrape on the bottom, did you? Dax Raymond. Ugh. There's some better names that are free agents in the NFL than who's actually available. Eric Tomlinson yeah. I'm actually thinking about because uh, sometimes when um, when Evan Ingram is hurt, he, he gets to fill in there. What position do you need next? Well, tight end is, is probably my biggest need because, like I said, I probably just lost one. Actually, Jamie Winchester, or James Winchester, is a backup in Kansas City. Mm. I mean, Kelsey just got paid, but if anything happens to him, I mean, they go to the, the tight end a lot. Yeah, they do. Let's see. Dion Yelder is the backup there. So, I didn't hear mm. any details about Seals Jones' injury. I just didn't think it was that good when, when it happened. Yeah, I didn't hear a whole lot about it either, so. I think I'm passing on tight end for now. What's your next position of need? Oh. See, I could go with Samaj P. Ryan in Cincinnati, but he's probably pretty far down on the dub chart. Although they just released a guy. He's actually not. He's like fourth in line. Travion Williams is ahead of him. Okay. That's a maybe. <laughs> I mean, Rod Smith. I know a lot of people like Rod Smith out there in Oakland or at Las Vegas, uh, wherever they are. He is looking like third guy up. I don't know that he's really necessarily... I mean, he might be the best thing that's that's there right now at, at running back. I mean, just looking at some of these names, you just start looking at them and you're like, really? This is what I've got. <laughs> it's like, really? <laughs> oh, shoot. I mean, you just look and you're like, what the heck, man? I mean, like, I, I'd almost rather take, like, Marshawn Lynch just hoping he comes back for another late season. Yeah, I mean. Go at it. Uh, what's the deal with Cameron Scarlett, your, your rookie running back here? Uh, Cameron, uh, that's, I mean, I'm like you, I'd probably have rather take Lynch as a, a long shot, you know? I mean, Scarlett's. I'm not actually. A young guy. I mean, ugh. Boy, you really are scraping the bottom, ain't you? <laughs> Told you. Ugh. 
I don't know. I might go after a backup quarterback. I mean, there's a couple left. I mean, New York's backup is Colt McCoy, but he's not even available. Somebody took him. Actually, hmm. yeah, somebody has uh, Ryan Griffin. Uh, not Ryan Griffin. Robert Griffin. Uh, so, yeah, there's not even really a backup worth taking. I okay, who's the best a... player overall? Oh, <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> Nobody at this oh, point. Gee. Nobody at this point. Um, I mean, honestly, Tyler uh, McCavich was probably my thought. Um, yeah. Like I said, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel here. That's pretty bad when you can't even come up with it. I mean, this is this is what I mean when, when people... I mean, Brian Cox from Buffalo. What do you think about him? Does he have a shot to do anything? Uh, he's got as good a shot as some of those names you've mentioned. Yeah, like... I'm looking at some. I mean, I'm, I'm tempted to take rookies because we do have to have... Um, a practice squad or a taxi squad because we have to make yeah, I mean, it, 10 cuts. I think when you get that low, that's kind of what I shoot for is rookies because you never know. I mean, an injury or two away, they could make it practice squad. I mean, it's something they can develop or something like that. Here's an interesting I think one. you're up. Oh, uh, Lord. Clayton Fedulum with the release of Adrian Colbert, which we didn't talk about either. You're slack on these news and notes, man. Well, I had a bunch. I mean, dang. Uh, possible, I guess. I mean, I already have three Miami safeties on this team. <laughs> that's my only. That's my only concern is that I already have three of them. Uh, Tyler Matakavich. Linebacker, yeah. He's a backup for Buffalo. He's been a career backup. Is my only concern. Ugh. Like career backups don't really intrigue me when I am trying to. Yeah, I would rather take a long shot on a rookie or something like that before. Yeah, so looking at some rookies. Uh, I mean, there's there's tons yeah. of safeties I could grab that are actually kind of relevant. How's Dane Krushak for your team here? He's like a special teamer, isn't he? He's a really good special teamer. Uh, does come in, play some... Uh, he's a backup, but I mean, he's he's a core special teams player. Comes in, plays some good... Plays a good backup role from time to time, so... Kyrie Blassingame. Yeah, uh, No. I'd bet he'd actually be more likely to back up than Darrington Evans at this point. I've heard he's been he's had fumbleitis. Yeah, he fumbled twice the other day. Yeah. Vrabel ain't gonna like that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And yeah. Vrabel's an angry elf right now with the uh, Vic Beasley bullshit that's going on. So it's best not to make mistakes right now because he is. Oof. Is he ever not an angry elf? True, but 
this whole Beasley thing, man, has... Oof. That's like throwing gas on a fire, dude. <laughs> I bet. So oh. I think I'm going to go with the the high up the... Dalen Dawkins, is he... Like, I mean, I see him on the, the depth chart as the third you know who, running back. You know who that is, right? Brian Dawkins. Yep, that's his nephew. His nephew. Uh, he's actually a pretty good little back. He's a practice squad guy right now. I mean, well, he's shown as the third stringer here. On, uh, well, with Lewis out of the picture, yeah. I mean, he's the flyer. I mean, if if Evans can't get his fumbling under control, and I mean, Dawkins is not a bad little flyer. I mean, it's what year two for him? This will yeah. be year two. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good little flyer. Proud of you, Dan, picking up a tie. Proud of you. I figured you'd know. See, see, our lads and football guys are, are flip flopping here because one of them has Blasting Game and one of them has Dawkins as the. For me, I would go Dawkins. That's just my preference. All right. Let me see. I mean, there's, there's a ton of guys here. I know this is probably not very interesting. Yeah, our, our listeners are cussing you right now. They're like, what in the hell? They might be. But, I mean, this is this is what you have to do when you're in a deep, deep, super deep league and you're, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. you got to say, okay, who's got the most upside? And that's what I'm kind of trying to go through right now. Well, they might be, but they should be. And if they're not, I will be. I'll do it for them. Well, that's what they, they do ask us for, but... Our um, list is nice. Um, how about Daniel McCullers mm. from Pittsburgh? He's a backup. I know. Yeah, he, he's kind of an interior. Yeah, he's an interior guy. Yeah. Alex Singleton, rookie. Or not, he's not a rookie, is he? Mm, no, no, he's so. a second year guy. Yeah, I'm just looking around. <laughs> oh, shoot. It's ugly. Chris Williams yeah, it, it's, actually play something. It sounds ugly. You know what's really funny about the, 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 the New York Giants? They have a ton of linebackers. Like, they got Josiah uh, Taufea or whatever last year in the draft, and they like, never used him. Right. So... I'm just curious as to like why he didn't get more playing time. Why they don't like him? Like maybe he smells funny. Who knows? I don't, know. I don't think that's it. But uh, let's see, Chris Boyd. We liked him, didn't we? Corner. Yeah. Yeah, that'd probably take you. There's a handful of guys. Yeah. Just pick a loser and go on. Did you uh, watch Hard Knocks last week? I did not. I've heard some things about it. See, I was fortunate. I was fortunate enough to be in a hotel that had HBO, so I was actually able to watch it. We got rid of HBO because I'm done paying for. (laughs) I hate paying for. I feel you. I feel you. So. uh... So yeah, today I'm, I'm gonna have to find a stream or something tonight to try to watch it. But it is on this evening here. 
this this is not good. <laughs> like I always feel like it's at the other end of the draft and then some news comes out that somebody signed and I'm like, you know what? If it was on my pick <laughs> I'd be able to grab, but like like the news about Chris Hogan came out. I mean, I know Chris Hogan's nothing special anymore, but at the time, he was the best player, you know, available. So that's kind of like. But we'll stop boring everybody with this talk. Um, do you have anything else? I mean, we really, putting us to sleep. we really don't have much to go over. I mean, we got a lot of, you know, you, you wrote your. Uh, well, you got sidetracked. You didn't go over your tackles reviewing your. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. We, we, we did some commercials and some other things here. Well, let me make my pick so that it might get back around to me. Yeah, because um, we won't waste another 30 minutes listening to you pick another loser. Well, you know, at this point, they're all losers. Because... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I can wait on Dawkins because that, that guy. I mean, I'm at pick 31. I get another one at, you know, the turn basically. Yeah, yeah, he'll be there. But yeah, it's irritating me that there's not a single damn tight end. That, that I can... Christian Blake, he could be a slot receiver. The thing is, I'm I'm pretty loaded at wide receiver. I don't even think I can start that many wide receivers. So. But, anyways, um, do you have the tackle numbers in front of you, or no? I do. You do? Why don't you run down the list, and I'll make my pick. You, you want to do solos or combined? Solos. Solos are the only okay. thing that matters. All right. So, our top 12 solo tackles. Um, the leader in solos last year was free safety Buda Baker for the Cardinals with 104. Team Buddha. Uh, yeah. Zach Cunningham was second with 99. My boy Blake Martinez was third with 97. And Eric Reed was also had 97. Um, Jordan Hicks had 93. Uh, I think he's I think that number is gonna drop for him a little bit this year. Uh Schobert, Joe Schobert had 89, as well as did Fred Warner had 89. Um Demario Davis from the Saints had 87. Uh, your boy Bobby Wagner had 86. Anthony Walker uh, had 84. Jalen Smith, 83. Levante David, 82. And Tracy Walker, 82. And then there's a couple of guys at 81. Antoine Bethea, Sean Williams. Um, interesting that a free safety is leading the league in solo tackles. I don't think he's a traditional free safety, though. Yeah. He's a dual safety. Interesting uh, that Anton Bethea is on that list and doesn't even have a job right now. Yeah, I'm, somebody's got to sign him. I mean, I mean he had 110 total tackles, 81 solos. I mean, he was a tackle machine. So, And that's with uh, Jabril Pepper. So you got to think this year that McKinney's the guy – that's going to get a big surge in tackles. That's you know how bad it is in this league. Somebody actually took him, just hoping that he signed somewhere. 
And and I'm not hating that. You know, I mean, if you need, if you're down where there's not a lot of options, take an Antoine Bethea, take a Ryan Logan, take a Jadavian Clint, take a player that's not signed because, there, as we've already seen, there's injuries happening everywhere. Uh, there, maybe these rookies don't pan out like everybody thinks. So they're going to get signed. They're going to play somewhere. You may just have – it may be a little tight touch and go, you know, until they do. But, you know, they're clearly they're good, and uh, somebody will sign them. Maybe not for what they're wanting, but as the season draws closer, if they really want to play, that price tag is going to come down. Somebody's going to sign them. So, yeah, I'm not hating. There's a lot of guys out there, though. There is, there is. Guys. You know who actually might be a good pickup given the Mac Wilson news? Jacob Phillips. Tay Davis. Maybe not. He's pretty far back. Yeah, I mean I would agree with Jacob Phillips. I mean, but <laughs> he's not available. While you're messing around there, uh, looking at uh, looking at uh, tackles for losses, which kind of tie, uh, ties into uh, uh, our our sacks and and stuff like that, because that's that's part of it. But um, looking at the top twelve, there, Aaron Donald had twenty, Shaquille Barrett nineteen. Joey Bosa, 18. Zadarius Smith, 17. Bud Dupree, there's that guy again, 16. As did Dante Fowler and Max Crosby. And Nick Bosa had 16. Uh, Daniil Hunter had 15, as did Cameron Jordan, Brandon Graham. And then at 12, we had a tie as well with Matt Judon, TJ Watt, and Michael Bennett, of all people, had 14 tackles for a loss, so. Yeah, was there. I, I I just don't see Bud Dupree re- repeating the success from last year. I really don't. I mean, I know we talked about his sacks. We talked about his. Uh, I mean, he was pretty efficient. Seventeen quarterback hits, eleven and a half sacks, um, sixteen tackles for losses. I, I just think he's he's a guy that's going to probably fall out of both of those. Um. I think I would sell. I mean, Bud Dupree's a guy I'm selling. Sell while the iron's kind of high right now. You know, still hot. So, yeah, uh, definitely. Anyways, so Dan is off in La La Land. I am carrying the show tonight. You are. Good job. <laughs> Sorry, checking some stuff here. You know, it, it's that time of season where you know you got a lot of drafts going on. You, you gotta get your yep. picks in. So yep, I'm checking mine as well. Got two eliminators rolling here. So. Anger, your whole league. Two? You're an amateur. I got like, I don't know, six of them that I'm in and one that I've just kind of, you know, the commissioner of. And then, um, so yeah, I, I do want to double check those before I go to bed here. Um, any, anything else? I mean, I, I mean, I guess the the one question I keep seeing is, you know, who's the step up for Mac Wilson? It's Taki Taki right now. Um, it might have been Taki Taki before if he was playing middle linebacker. Maybe, but I think I grab Jacob Phillips if I can as a, a flyer. That's a good cheap flyer. 
option. I mean, you never know. Yeah, I mean, they brought in B.J. Goodson as well. I mean, I know he's nothing special, but he's a he's a warm body at this point. True. True. Um, and I just had their depth chart up here. Not a whole lot behind Phillips and Taki Taki. So, interesting question here. Mm-hmm. Don't look. Don't cheat. Okay. Who led the league last year in assisted tackles? Got to be somebody in Buffalo. I'm going to go to Tremaine at Edmonds. Actually, I, uh, this is kind of interesting. It's really interesting. The same team had the top two leaders in assisted tackles. So I'm guessing it wasn't Tremaine Edmonds. Um, Colts, Walker, and Leonard? No. You should have known this. Your boy Bobby Wagner led with 73, and KJ Wright had 65. They were the top two. I thought that was too obvious, so I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. They're very generous with the uh, assisted tackles in Seattle. Kind of neat there. Yeah. Well, I mean, knowing your history can help you your future. I think most Man, of I mean, guys... that's a, look at those. Wagner and Wright last year had 291 combined tackles between the two. Yeah. 291. They're beasts. I've been telling you for years. <laughs> you have. <laughs> Doesn't leave a lot of meat on the bone, does it? For anybody else. No. No, So really. does that, so kind of, let's parlay this how does that affect jamal adams i mean if you've got wagner and Wright eating up tackles like a vacuum cleaner how does that impact jamal adams uh, well i think jamal adams is going to be used as a uh to, to use a term we've we've kind of played around with a chess piece he's going to be he might lead the seahawks in sacks very he very well could he very well could uh, i mean i think they're going to use him all over and I think that's the best way to use him is use him all over the place. Yeah, so. just I love looking at stats. I, th- I think there's so many intriguing little things. Uh, yeah. Here's your one. Who was the top – who was the leader in assisted tackles that was not a linebacker? And he actually finished – 18th overall in the league. Antoine Bethea? Nope. Buda Baker with 43. I was going to guess Buda because he was led the safeties in fantasy points. Oh, here's one you'll never get. Here's one you'll never get. I wouldn't even get this. So in the t- this guy's in the top 25 in assisted tackles. Okay. He's not a linebacker. And he's not a safety. He had 42. Who is he? And what position? I would have never guessed this. I, I'm looking at it now. I can't believe that this is right. Logan Ryan at corner. Good pick, but no. no. It's actually Devon Godshaw, the nose tackle from Miami. Yeah. 42 assisted tackles. 
25th or 23rd in the league. Wow. I would have never guessed that. Logan, you was close with Logan Ryan. He actually had 40. Yeah. So he was, you was close. Good guess, by the way. That's probably who I would guess. So if you like this, uh, we, we are on profootballreference.com, so shout out to those guys. Um, yes, it's a yes. really great site to get stats that's free. Um, yep. So, I mean, if you're into to free stuff and not paying for stuff. Um, and I'm a stat guy. I love looking at stats. I love yeah. – I know stats aren't everything, but – and you can make numbers look however you want, good or bad, but they do tell a story. They do – Provide you, they do provide you with an idea of what a player's doing or what a team's doing. Or there's I two mean, things that you, well in fantasy football. Number one, numbers matter. Yes, because that's what you're being ba- That's what you're. And number two, in football, numbers don't lie, and ball don't lie. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, I mean, I know the the analytics people and the film people are all screaming their heads off right now. Yeah, they're cringing right now. They're like, what in the hell are you two doing? Because they both matter. I mean, the, the story that they put on the field and the numbers behind the story matter. Um, but, yeah, you could, you could spend hours. You could spend much information. I don't think you can have too much information. I know you can be overwhelmed well, with it. You can be flooded with it. Here's but... the thing. You could spend 20 hours on pro football reference just looking <laughs> stuff up. So, I mean, right. there is a such thing as too much because then you'll forget half of it before you even go to bed. Um, <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, we are going to go record our Patreon show. Yes, we're going to go talk to the good people. <laughs> Not that again. They are our favorite people, probably. They are. They they uh, they it help. Doesn't matter they, that they, they help out the they're show. Still our favorite people. Yes. Just yes, yes. But anyway, uh, that'll be do it. Next week we got a couple weeks before the season starts. The week before the season will be our prediction show that we always do. Um, I don't think we're gonna. I mean, let us know. Do you want us to dive into each team's like top guys, like I mean, like from last year, or, or should we just look to the future? Uh, maybe we can break down some of these tier articles that we're writing and um, putting a lot of time into. I know you released yours today. I think one of them. Yeah, the AFC South. Yeah. I'm working on mine with vacation. I kind of took a few extra days off of writing and doing anything so i watched some nfl network is what i did and all i heard about was tom brady for like five days straight <laughs> actually released two articles today my afc south tiers and a idp debbie player profile so oh man and i've got another uh piece coming in a couple of days that i've got loaded i've been busy this week i can tell but anyway that'll about do it for us we're going to go to yeah. Patreon. Good. Go get your trophies at Trophy Smack when you win your My Fantasy Leagues. Yes. When you're the league listener winner. Yes. Listener Hopefully league winner. I should just Thank not you. talk today. It's not going well. I see that. You're struggling. I am. But you are. You're struggling. You know, I almost feel bad for you. Almost. I'm sure I'll get over it. Go Hawks!
Go Jamal I, Adams. Oh my god, Jamal Adams. Go Kevin Byard. I need a Jamal Adams action green jersey.